Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Easy Tarot Lessons. My name is Dusty White, the author of The Easiest Way to Learn the Tarot Ever and Advanced Tarot Secrets. I've got a special guest on today. Um, Iris is here with us. Hello, Iris. Hello. And um, she has a great question that I wish I would have uh, thought of and brought up in a topic a long time ago, but 100 plus uh, audio lessons in, free audio lessons. Uh, this finally comes up. So without any further ado, uh, Iris, or, or any coaching, exactly what is your question? Um, I would like to know about um, how to trust your intuition. In a, in a reading, right? Yeah. Or I'm, Okay, because I mean, it could be in general. Um, could you expand on that a bit? So, like, give me a scenario. You're, you're throwing some cards and well, I, I would like to know um, how do you tell the difference? Is it my own imagination? Uh, why am I thinking this? Is this actually my thoughts? Are these thoughts being impressed in me? Where are they coming from? Yes, that's that's what I wanted to to make sure we were uh, we got that right. Oh my God, this is uh, this is probably the biggest question that uh, you know since the beginning of time. You know, right up there was like, why are we here? I don't know. You're here to eat and, and make more babies so that they can continue to ask the same questions and cause the same mistakes in history and abuse people and the planet over and over because that's that's the American way or just the Earth way or whatever. Um, I remember uh, teenage years. Uh, I get all these impressions, these thoughts, these things, and they seemed alien to me this is before I knew the word empath or, or understood what being an empath was or, or how cool it sounds but really how it's not it's not all that fantastic you know being pretty that sounds cool kind of as I understand is being an empath sounds really cool no it's kind of like if you were a telepath and you could read everybody's minds and like what a jerk that Dusty is boy I better not trust him with my money being a telepath I think you'd, you'd hear some pretty ugly thoughts so being an empath you're just kind of absorbing other people's stuff as if it's your own and that led me to the question constantly am I crazy I mean why am I picking up this well no why am I feeling this I'm, I'm having a good time do 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 just going down the road on my skateboard and all of a sudden wham rah, divorce rah, you know angry rah, or, or happy and just weird and I'm not really a mood swing kind of guy but um you know, in the sense of uh, the scientists have, uh, or doctors have all these labels that they put on us now, but I don't think I fall into that category overall, but man, these were just uh, wild swings, and they were e easily overcome, because, you know, deep in my heart, I've got Mercury, Moon, Venus, and Mars, and Capricorn, Capricorn, technically, my Moon is in Capricorius, I'm about the coldest, unfeeling son of a bitch you ever want to meet, um, I'd apologize, except I don't feel bad about it. Um, if it weren't for my cancer ascendant, I wouldn't have any feelings at all. So, being an empath and being such a conduit for nothing, it's like I'm, a, I'm, I'm as dry as a desert. Where are your emotions? I am the desert. What's that mean? That means I have none. There, there is no such thing as water in the desert. Um, so the point of all this is that it's weird being an empath, and so it's alien, but I was able to go, mm, like, like, like Mr. Spock or whatever, like, you humans are illogical, because I'd look at it and go, well, this is weird. 
So, of course, you know, being that I uh, I loved to study metaphysics, I was always going, does magic work? Is there magic? If there is, I want some, because who doesn't? And if it doesn't, I'm going to run out and tell everybody it's crap, because why? I guess I'm my, my job or whatever. You know, at 11, I'm thinking this. Um, so I go through my formative years, and back in my, back in my day, which is, you know, like the 70s, I'm sorry, back in the 20th century, oh my god, grandpa's talking about that 20th century crap again, um, I don't want to say there weren't any mystery schools or secret organizations, the problem is they were so damn secret, you know, we called them, ooh, the Illuminati, like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, well, wait, what is that, oh, you don't talk about it, they run the world, like, really, what, wait, um, and now that I've, you know, uh, finally decided to join the Rosies for fun, um, they're not teaching me anything I don't already know. God bless the Rosies. But if you don't know the stuff, it's kind of cool, you know, they have an interesting take on things. I'm not going to spill their secrets, but, uh, they got, they got some good stuff. Their, their curriculum is acceptable. Um, but the thing is, so there were these organizations throughout history, that, but, but for the common Joe, you know, like me, growing up, all you had was your parents going, that, that's crazy talk, get back to work, you know, do your homework algebra, eat your vegetables, and, you know, grow up to like Brussels sprouts and, and vote our political party because that's what we believe in, and if you don't, you're a pariah. And so the concept of new age this, metaphysical that, that sounded great, but that was for adult hippies, you know, back, back in my day. Um... So this is a core central question that I've had to fight over and over, especially with my horpons and Capricorn. It's like, I don't believe it unless it's true, it's, which is why I don't, don't like reading. I've, uh, I've read for tens of thousands of clients. I think it's fascinating. It's fun. I don't like having to trust my intuition because, you know, it goes antithetical to, hey, this is fact. I can point to it, which is why I've developed all of these techniques to develop your intuition, to understand when it's intuition and when it's not, to separate fact from fancy and your intuitive gateway from um, imagination or wishful thinking. Because as I understand it, you know, this is after, well, uh, several decades, I'm not going to say how old I am, but older than dirt, several decades of my research into hundreds or thousands of years of research by other people. So I've read and studied other people's life's work and tried to make it my life's work, well I guess I have, to understand where they got it right and where they got it wrong. So not saying I'm the final authority on this, but as I understand it, intuition and imagination and even our emotion run along the same runnels, or like a, like a field is irrigated, they run along the same channels in our brain, so to speak. Um, if you want to simplify it, we can say left brain, right brain, you know, the right brain's like, um, oh, look, I'm creative, and left brain's like, uh, I'm the adult side, I'm logical. So our intuitive gateway, or what we call the intuition, I'm starting to call over the last couple of years intuitive gateway, uh, because it's more like a valve, you know, we want that thing, we want our intuition open to, to allow flow of information that's not in our brain. Our intuition is not like a storehouse of knowledge. It's not like an apple, you know, you can take a bite out of it because an apple is a physical, tangible thing. You Everything inside that round, well, I guess green or red skin is what we call the apple. It's not like all the 
knowledge of the universe is trapped in our intuition. No, we're just not that smart. But our intuitive, if we look at our intuition like a valve, you know, the more we open it up, the more information we can channel in from sympathetic minds, from the gods, however you want to you know, put it, all the, what is it, collect, uh, Young called it the collective consciousness. And you can hear, if you know anything about astrology, this is the ramblings of a Sagittarius refusing to lock onto one thing and say, this is the way it is and there is no other. I want to explain it, but allow possibilities so that people can understand the meat of it, form their own conclusions, and leave it open for other people to take this research further. So, all of that said, that's pretty much preamble, but it does have meat and it gets us to this point. The old man says, been doing this a long time, kid. What I found, specifically from someone who is counterintuitive in every possible way, um, boy, if there was stupid radar, I got it. Because I know the dumbest thing to do. Hey, I should speed and change lanes on the freeway because I'm an American. Woo, woo. Oh, so bitch this is the fifth time i got pulled over this i have cop radar you know just an example of i know where there's a cop because i will get the dumbest idea let's go break the law <laughs> <laughs> and i've learned i'm like boy wouldn't it be a great idea to i don't know rob fort knox and i look over and there's a bank guard and i'm like i i, I have no idea to, I, I don't want to rob fort knox i don't even know where the damn place is but you know <laughs> the idea pops in my head i'm like do 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 spidey sense spidey sense <laughs> it's like so and when I say I got a stupid radar, I don't. Um, and this is amazing because for someone who, who was so screwed up about, you know, facts and numbers and facts and numbers, I am a super intuitive person. And it bothers me because I don't want, you know, plants and Capricorns, especially from Mercury, I don't want to be fooled by this Baldur all and think that I'm, uh, there's an old fashioned word for you, um, that I don't want to feel like I'm. Harry Potter when really I'm just you know, what is it, uh, Mickey and the Sorcerer's Apprentice, I'm just playing around with going oh, look at this, look at this, and I don't know what the hell I'm doing or that there's no such thing as magic and I'm walking around like a lunatic so that adamant need to figure this out and you know, lay down the law uh, has brought me to the point where in and it's not a sales pitch, but most of y'all listening to this, should have a copy of both the easiest way to learn the tarot ever and advanced tarot secrets that'd be the white book and the black book if you don't you're missing out i mean jesus christ you can't make it any any cheaper for you um they're both less than 20 dollars us um, and then whatever else and if you don't have that um go to bookdepository.com or look up a site called the book depository it's actually either owned or bought out by amazon they ship anywhere in the world for free except maybe like to the penguins um so there you know cost of the book and no no bitching about the shipping um but inside those books are specific exercises designed as tarot exercises but what they're really for is in a very direct and literal sense they're designed to teach your intuition to work they're 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 uh, like a mental gym for your psychic abilities and we'll go into that in just a moment how they work um so to answer your question simply and directly after all of this there's a couple of things first off you have to develop your intuition in order to be able to trust it it's kind of like well if i spend the next 10 to 20 years um 
parked in front of my computer playing World of Warcraft and not exercising, and I'm not I'm not castigating anybody. I'm just saying that if I happen to do that for about you know one to two decades and I, and I refuse to exercise, I probably won't be able to trust my body to climb Mount Everest. I mean, that's just kind of like okay, won't, won't exactly what they call be in shape. In the same way, if you are not hitting the gym with your regular and proper, let's say, psychic practice or exercises, you're going to have a hard time deciphering emotion from wishful thinking, from imagination, from, uh, you know, all that stuff compared to actual intuition. And uh, sometimes paranoia sounds so close to intuition, or you're actually... Uh, intuiting something and then an emotion hijacks it. That's the worst thing that happens is you get an idea, you get that little spark, and all of a sudden emotion comes in and goes, oh, Hassan Chop, from that Bugs Bunny cartoon a long time ago, and and starts chasing around with the big you know, scimitar because Hassan was this giant guy protecting the genie of the land. Um, which, you know, that's where we get Bugs Bunny's happy miser one. So anyway, um, I think... I think that was the, the to be really the beginning of, of Bugs Bunny being a greedy son of a bitch was that cartoon. I was in the 1950s. So, oh, God damn, 20th century again. Get out of it, old man. Um, this, the point to all this is that um, we got to go to the gym, right? So, um, first off, let's say that you've been doing this. Now, um, when you are in a tarot spread, and uh, when you're in the middle of a reading, you're not in a tarot spread, you're casting a tarot spread, you're, you're reading a tarot spread, the tarot is a tool that helps us to trust our intuition, to help us learn our, uh, how to use our intuition, to help strengthen our intuition. This is why I've laid down exercises and games is to make it fun to, at the same time, learn the tarot, but more importantly, develop your intuition, because you, the whole point of the tarot, at least in House White methodology, the whole point of the tarot is to train yourself and train your intuition to be so amazing that you will no longer need the tarot at some point. Because the tarot is a crutch. The tarot is training wheels. Anybody remembers those little, like, wheels that sit on the side of your bike, so that, wobbling. Stabilizers. Stabilizers. Yeah, yeah, thank you. So, now those days may be long down the road before you can just say, oh, I don't need the tarot anymore, because it's a really useful tool. Because the tarot acts as a conduit to clarify and sharpen, you know, it, it, it makes it very precise. This is what I'm asking for. Well, this is the exact answer. Oh, good. You know, it narrows down so many things. So how do we trust our intuition? Well, Okay, it's a process. The problem is it's not just like, well, I'll just do this. Um, so, do the exercises. Check. Do the exercises regularly. Well, it's okay. Do the exercises regularly, properly, alone, and with friends if at all possible. Check, check, check. Doing that. Now I'm in the middle of reading. Come on, Grandpa. How, how do we do this? I need answers now. Uh, in the black book, I just couldn't fit it in the white book. So, in the second book, also known as Advanced Tarot Secrets, uh, if you have a copy, everybody listening needs to open it up to the advanced spread techniques and read up on pre-spread work. Pre-spread work won't help you trust your intuition. 
what it will do is it will make damn sure that you've built your house on a good foundation. Um, all the other kings thought I was daft building a castle in the swamp, but I built it just to show them. Now, somebody out there is laughing right now. Um, to those who, who do not like Monty Python or have no sense of humor whatsoever, <laughs> let me put it another way. If you're going to build a skyscraper, you know, your, your, tower, I mean, your towering abilities of, uh, of uh, what is it, tarot skill, which keeps getting, and that's really what you're doing with, the, with your tarot practice, is every year or every six months or whatever, you're really adding another story to your skyscraper, like your knowledge and power and ability, just keep getting taller and taller and taller. Well, if you're going to build that, you need to have a good foundation. All right, so yeah, yeah. If, if your foundation is your pre-spread work, <laughs> client, I, I, I always rephrase it in client comes to you. It's just an easier way to look at it. You can apply this to yourself. You can apply this to other people. You can apply this to people free paying. Real simple. My reason why I go for client is because we all need to pay the rent. That's a sad, sad state. But you know, we, we live in the world that we live in and we have to pay the rent. So maybe some people may want to do this for a living. I think it's a good idea. Um, it's a valuable service. So let's say, so that's why I use this simplistic analogy. Client walks in, like blah, 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 blah. You're like what? Blah, 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 blah. No, I'm not going to do a, a blind reading. Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? What do you want to know? Now, of course, you guys would be much more polite than they'd be like, yeah, so I'm angels and fairies, and I'm here to help you. But we don't go, I'm clean to the good witch. You don't have to tell me anything. You say, what do you want to know? I want to know about relationships. Oh, great. Shuffle, shuffle, because always be shuffling. A, B, S. Always be shuffling. Tattoo that in your, in your skull. Shuffling, shuffling, yes, okay, and you make small talk with them. Well, what is it you'd like to know about your relationship? Tell me why you're here. You know, we're not trying to trick them out of information, but we do damn sure want to know that um, they are coming at us with some something worth worth our time, you know, that that, that they're not jerking us around, because they're a small number of people who like to do that. Uh, let's go play stump the psychic. I'm going to make up stuff and see what happens, you know. Okay. So, and again, if if I catch somebody doing that, fine, I'll read for you. Price just doubled. You know, you want to play that? I'll play that too. You know, we'll, we'll play the you know fu game. Oh, look at me! I just censored myself. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I want to. And but most people come in and and they're pretty genuine. And then some people are incredibly genuine. But he's like, hey, I want to know what's going on. I want to know my, if my husband is cheating on me. Ah, you know, that, that's meat. That's not like, well, tell me about relationships. Well, I don't know. This relationship is any extended interaction between two or more objects. What yeah. Want, yeah, what else do you want to know? It's like, well, what's up? Up is any vertical point in state, space. Tell me what you want to know, you know? I mean, why do you need the tarot to, to tell you that? So, you know, is my husband cheating on me? Aha! Okay, now now you may want to talk to him a little bit more. I, delicacy aside, if they want answers and they want accuracy, I'm just going to ask them, tell me how long have you married? What do you suspect? What's going on? You know, give me some give me some parameters so that I can sink my teeth into this, so I can kind of invest myself intellectually into this. Now, this, again, it doesn't really answer your question, but it does because this is all part of the pre-spread work. So you know what your client is asking, you form your own question because you have to 
uh, read the cards, and the cards have to answer you, so therefore you can't just say, yeah, what she said. You gotta go, okay, I'm coming up with my question. So you have your question, shuffling, ding, and then, you know, the, the, uh, the cards, you know, the gods are like, the cards are in order. You're like, oh, okay, better shuffle them. I mean, I better deal them. Don't keep shuffling after you get the ding. It's all in the white book, it's all in the black book. So it's, oh, by the way, I've got a $10 course. <laughs> yeah, $10. <laughs> it's a funny thing. People go, I can't afford $10. I'm like, but you want to make $60 an hour. You want to make a dollar a minute. You know, you want to get paid, uh, is it seven or eight times minimum wage? It's so worth it. $10. So worth it. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. So my little $10 thing. Um, so you do your pre-spread work. And I'm just going to get off the brief of work because if you don't know, read RTFM, read the damn book, uh, or, yeah. or take the course. So you're doing your pre-spread work. Now that that right there makes you feel, you know what? I've done my job. I've eaten my vegetables. All right, I've exercised. I'm going to have some of that dessert because you know I was promised if I ate my if I clean my plate, I get dessert. Um, you know, you do your pre-spread work. You can have faith in this spread. Now. Here's the here's the part that we've been dying to get to. I'm sure it's all everybody. <laughs> Twenty one minutes in it is um, spread verification. There is no reason in hell why anyone should ever try to verify a spread if they haven't done their pre-spread work. Uh, that's just that's just a fact. That's just a given. That's just the way it is. So you uh, boy, that was a top-down dictatorial edict. Um, I used a fancy word today. So, I have used when they come out of my mouth. <laughs> so, um, you do your spread verification because we know, as everybody knows, never start a land war in Asia. Uh, but only slightly less known is, um, didn't they actually say only slightly less known? i got to go back and see the movie now to see the, the scene he's in. So I'm going to say only slightly less known is that you can't verify the future. Uh, you can verify the present, you can verify the past. Okay. It's happening, I'm looking at it. Uh, it happened, I read about it, I was there. Now, great. So we need a spread. Hmm, let's, let's think here for a moment. We need a spread that tells us about the situation and what's going on and who's involved and how it's going to work out. Well, I mean, that makes sense, right? But wouldn't it be nice if that spread also told us what has gone on in the past and how we got here? Because we could verify, we could use that information and go, hey, Mr. Client, uh, is that a twisted, no, twisted sister pin on your uniform? Yes, it is. Ah, see, it says right here. So we could verify do have a flag, you know, verify right here, this is real, and this has happened. Now, if these, I don't know, let's say, eight, maybe ten, I like ten, these ten random cards, completely random, you know, because as far as science are like, ah, oh, there's random cards, but if these cards actually and accurately depict what is going on right now, and what has happened in the past, I'd say, well, let's see, it'd be about four cards, four, maybe five cards. Um, matter of fact, if this spread allowed us to go up to six cards, maybe, 
that said, oh, seven. Let's see. If this spread, like the perfect spread, would allow us to verify seven out of, let's say, ten cards. Seventy percent of the cards, we could say, here's what I'm getting. And our client is like a bobblehead. They're going, bob, bob, bob. Yeah, oh, my God, you're the best. Wow, my, my head just keeps going up and down like, like a bobblehead because you're the most amazing psychic ever. Like, <laughs> I could trust my intuition if I've got seven out of ten right. And and the other three haven't come up, so I'm batting a thousand, you know. Meaning I'm hit, everything. Go ahead, throwing a pitch. Bam, home run. Bam. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Blam. Grand slam. Ha ha ha. So, if I've only read seven out of oh, let's say ten cards, you know, roughly, just because round number, and every one of them is right, and all I'm doing is verifying information that has already happened. Well, some people might go, yeah, but what's what good is it telling your client? You're going, I already know this stuff. It's like, if you get a client who ever says, oh, my God, you're just telling me stuff I already know, I'm going to triple my rates. I'm going to say, you get down and kiss my ring like the, like the Pope or the Godfather because I don't <laughs> know your gimpy ass. Uh, you walk into my shop, you walk into my house and say blah 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 and I'm like blue 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 you know go down the street and have any stranger tell you all of this stuff all about you, you know, like yeah. if you met somebody and they're like wow you were in love as a child but you turned into a swan and you went to study Barishnikov at, uh, at the Juilliard and the, the NASA scientist and I don't know something something and you're like my god this person knows me fucking cling to that person go I found my soulmate but if a psychic does it you're like jerk why don't you tell me something I don't know yeah yeah <laughs> so that's what we want I mean it's crazy but we want our clients to go I'm paying for this it's like yes you are you jerk because <laughs> what I'm about to tell you you can take to the bank uh, you know with proper disclaimers um, because so if we if we want to develop, uh, we want to trust our intuition. It really helps to develop it. Okay, let's say we've done that, or we don't want to do that. Okay. Well, enter your own risk. We go into the black book where it shows us how to lay a proper foundation for our spread, so that we know that this spread is going to be good. Then, when the spread comes out, we're still like, oh, I don't know, here's the other shoe, I'm waiting for it to drop, and we're just kind of going one card at a time, and then this happened, and this happened, and people are like, wow, like, yeah, right? Like, wow. And then you're giving them more and more information, and as you're giving them more information, a better picture is coming to play, because they're seeing, just by reading individual cards, they're seeing how cards interact, how they dance and play or fight, because, you know, in real life, you know, um, I'm a Samaritan, but I'm also a criminal. You know, he was a philanthropist. No, he was a mob boss. He just happened to, to you know, give to charity. Like, does that make him a good person or a bad person? I don't know. You know, we take the good and we castigate the bad. Like, life isn't that simple. Like, uh, he was a priest, therefore he was good. Well, you know, he did a couple of things. But he was a priest. Well, he did a couple It's like, really? You know, was that was that guy running around a couple thousand years ago? It was like, turn the other cheek and nobody's perfect. And, you know, this is what I've been, been told on Sundays and whatever. So, if ain't none of us perfect, fine. So, in that sense, reality is all kinds of convoluted. So, when we look at the cards, that's exactly what we should see. We should see, see a convoluted mess 
but we should see an accurate convoluted mess. We should see this is working and that's working, this is not working, and we should see as we read each card, you know, it's like adding a brick. No, it's like adding a tile to a mosaic. So let's say we're making a brick wall, but it turns out that this brick wall is also a mosaic because as we're putting the bricks to place, because we, we don't want to look at our, our damn neighbor's ugly house, we're building this wall, but do we step back and go, oh my God, hey, look, I didn't know this, but the, the bricks that guy sold me for magic beans happened to make like a picture. And so as we're seeing the bricks come up and we understand each brick because we're laying it, we're like mortar, brick, mortar, brick. We're, we're doing it right and we're making sure it's all straight because we want a straight wall, right? We don't want a wall that's all crooked. But then when we step back and we see the larger picture, unlike a brick wall, we're getting a whole new image because we're seeing how the bricks get along and how they interact with each other. That's why tarot cards have images on them, and that's why we don't read the backs of the tarot cards that don't have images. If you ever want to like prove your intuition is all that, just read your cards face down. Don't even bother throwing them up. This card says, and this card says, you know, so. If you want to trust your intuition in a spread, a spread verification is spread verification is uh, is really the best way to go. If you want to trust your intuition in daily life, do the exercises, play the games. Trust me, I've been doing this a long time, and my students like like a testimony was coming out my patootie, whatever the hell that is. Uh, nobody's ever said exactly what a patootie is. It's supposed to be some part of the physical anatomy, and I, I haven't found it in the med medical textbook. But I've got testimonials flying out of there, so I know that what I'm doing works for other people, not just for the crazy old guy on the mountain. Um, <laughs> so, simple, spread verification, and then for real life, you know, go out, do the exercises, work, 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 get to psychic gym. Now. If only we had that spread. Well, I think there was uh, there was a guy in uh, in that uh, there's there's an island in the in the North Atlantic, and um, uh, you you've you've probably been in the area, Iris. Well, definitely, yeah. I visit there quite often. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, <laughs> like, if we need a spread that looks like a plus sign, right? And then, but it's got a couple extra cards. And uh, we'll just call it a cross because it looks like a plus sign. So if anybody would just invent that spread, holy crap, we'd have the most useful, most popular, most amazing spread ever. Also the most castigated. I want to invent a new spread because I don't want to be just like everybody else. But great. You know, I'm all for innovation, but, you know, it's like busy work. Innovation for the sake of innovation that doesn't bring anything new to the table is... It's vanity is what it is. So, um, yeah, cast the dead blemit darn corn flanket something something um, <laughs> Celtic cross spread and and uh, use your spread verification so that you don't even have to be confident. You can go, boy, I'm glad I didn't have to make any predictions about the future until I knew that 7 out of 10 cards verified that this spread is accurate. Now, all of that said, we come around full circle to the point where you never really know how to trust your intuition without persistent, proper practice. If you want to avoid the tarot, 
all together. You know, I wanted to answer this question in every way I can. Separating uh, logic, because logic is flawed because we are biased and we have limited perspectives. So even if our logic is perfect, if it's based on faulty information, or if it's tainted with emotional bias, then it still could be wrong. So intuition is just that message coming straight in. And if we want to trust it, we have to find ways, such as the exercises that I've explained, or something else, we have to find ways to practice using our intuition in a controlled environment. Um, Some place where we can we have guidelines, we have little boundaries that keep us from straying into the realm of imagination. We want to stay on the straight and narrow. Another thing is we can't allow our biases and thoughts to um, to color our uh, intuition. And this was something that, again, I have personal hands-on experience with and that drives me nuts. But nonetheless I I understand yes you know um, it's a case of um, what you're told as a child and then uh, yes and then all these new things come in and you're like oh wait a minute it makes you doubt yes yes Um, was it God bless us all Mr. Scrooge you know in other words God bless our parents and all that but man Nobody wants to ever say anything bad about their parents, but they weren't they weren't perfect. They weren't the the paragons <laughs> of intellect and uh, and education that we need. Every generation passes down its baggage, and then um, the the subsequent generation will say, "I don't want that baggage. I've got my own." And so we get a conglomeration of of baggage and beliefs passed down. We have ancient superstitions and modern superstitions, and uh, and we'll probably pass this down to our kids. So it's not only parents, though. I mean, it comes through media. Oh no, that's uh, the thing. Remember uh, that schools, the, the, uh, the influences all over that. Well, yes, confused. but understand that 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 uh, the media and the schools and the government—they all had yeah. parents. You know, it's yeah. not—we're not influenced by our parents. We're influenced by everybody's parents. <laughs> Now, there's a lot of collective wisdom that we learn, and this is good. So, I mean, we have the wheat and the chaff thing. It's, it's, it's like ground into what is it? Steel cut oatmeal. It's like, wait, you gotta, but wait, steel cut oatmeal have been boiled uh, for about three days. It's like, oh man, it's all mush, and I don't know how to just just eat it. No, I'm trying to get the the pork rinds out. Who puts pork rinds in oatmeal? I don't know, but I'm trying to get them out. So <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> I know. Hey, not if you're from the south. Well, I, I'm guessing. I, oh my god, my 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 friends and students in the south are like, don't you throw us under that bus? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're in trouble. <laughs> I know. It's, if I haven't insulted the queen, I'm gonna insult the, the south. <laughs> I think the Pope's got a got a, a wanted poster up for me. Um, <laughs> I actually like the current one. 
and he seems like a decent guy, but, uh, you know, I can't <laughs> figure out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Again, okay. I, I haven't met him, but... Eh. So, the thing is that, uh, yes, we have... Uh, see, the problem with reality is reality is nothing more, and this is, this is trippy, I, I think, but, you know, because reality, it's reality, it's fact, it's ooh, fundamental, but reality is nothing more than a collectively shared opinion. Enough people yeah. believe something, that's what we call reality. It's like, well, a lot of people believed the Earth was flat. A lot, really? of, believe, a lot of people believed that Pluto was actually a planet. <laughs> uh, I just read today that Mike Brown, my personal hero, um, the guy who killed Pluto, uh, has discovered <laughs> another planet. And we, we, we suspect that there's a hundred more planets in our solar system. Great. I want to see the astrologers line up to go, oh, 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 this this new planet means this. They can yeah, prove it. <laughs> see, there's always these, these people who just want to jump on board right away. It's like, oh, I'm going to be the, I want to be famous because I was the first one to say something stupid about something that will get dis, disproven in 20 years. But in the meantime, I'll sell a million copies of a book and I'll say men are from Mars and men are from Venus. And, and people actually believe that crap. So <laughs> there's my tyrant. See, get off my lawn. <laughs> I'm so old. So, back to the intuition. Um, but see, this is this is it. It's like your intuition should be able to tell you that men are not from Mars and women are not from Venus, and that that's the sexism, sexism, racism, classism. It's you know, it's all the same thing. It's it's crap. And here's a big bowl of crap. And this guy's making a whole millions and millions of dollars going out there. Hi, I'm making a lot of money. It's like get off my TV show. Um, so our intuition needs to help us understand when we're being uh, fed a spoonful of well instead of a spoonful of sugar how about a spoonful of cyanide or crap so so if we want to develop our intuition and trust our intuition what I recommend because it's the best tool to date is um, use these things called tarot cards it's basically it's a game uh, developed by the Italians in 14 blah 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 uh, and you know later 350 years later it was like oh my god in France they said you know in Italy and then in France they go oh, we should use this for uh, divination and people went what and it's like here watch this and we went oh my god you're really good at that yeah let's all do that then it came over to, to the, the island and in one part of the island um, you know, this guy and this girl got together and did this artwork, and they said, oh, and then that, that deck really took off, and that's why we have the so-called writer decks variations to this day that are being printed by country uh, companies all over the world, much uh-huh. to the chagrin of one in the United States. It's like, argh. So these things we call tarot cards, specifically the, you know, the, the British version of it, um, these things really do seem to work because they give us a structured platform uh, like Rorschach tests, you know, those ink blocks, except so much better, you know. I don't have to look at an ink block. We're looking at a guy with, you know, holding a sword and the other guys are running away and he's like, hey, dude, we got swords. Or, or maybe he's going, ha ha, I've got your swords. We don't know. we got to go inside and ask him. And that's where our intuition comes in. Because during practice, it can mean whatever we want. But out in the real world, we have to step inside that card. Knock, knock. Hello. What the hell are you doing? As it relates to my client and the question that I'm asking at this particular time. Not some other time because you'll have another answer for me. And 
it's not our imagination which lies in our head that has to come up with the answer the the uh, answer has to waft through our head um, going back to Bugs Bunny cartoons because uh, this is where I get all my sagely metaphysical advice <laughs> really <laughs> it, well of course who, you, why, why not right um, back in the uh, then. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah so um, back in the propaganda days of uh, post-World War II, uh, when they were making the, uh, or even during the World War, or, uh, war cartoons, they would uh, they would indicate that somebody, like Bugs Bunny, would put somebody in a suitcase or something and mail them off. Um, yeah. And then, they, but they'd come back and the suitcase would be covered with all these little stickers from all the places that they've been to. Yes, uh-huh. I, I think you call them luggage tags or luggage, luggage stickers. And I really wish those hadn't gone out of out of style because I think it's kind of cool. Like you have a, your suitcase and you like look look at all the places I've been because you get a little sticker and it goes on it. And I don't know like if they put that sticker on at the at the airport, uh, that'd be really cool. Or if it was a uh, um, you know on the ocean liner, it's like oh this is bound for London. And uh, but they they put those stickers on there to indicate that that uh, piece of luggage had been to all parts of the world. So I want you to imagine that that little suitcase or, uh, yeah, suitcase is a packet of information, you know, like, like the internet. It's a whole bunch of packets of data. All right, so we have a packet of information coming along the psychic, psychic superhighway. Ooh, look at me being all John McCain. Uh, it's the interwebs. It's a, a series of tubes. So... I'm not saying McCain ever said that. Uh, so this data packet of information comes racing down the psychic information superhighway in through our intuition, all right? You know, like in through our, our little, what is it, uh, Cat5 or wireless network port and network card. And all right, so it is clean, and it's it's a brand-new Samsonite suitcase that hasn't been thrown out of an airplane or in a gorilla cage and beaten up and whatever to show how tough it is. By the time it gets out of our mouth, it's got all of those stickers on it because it goes to our brain and our ego says, Ooh, I must, I must examine this information. Is this information that I want to give out? Does this... I don't like those people from Mars. I don't like Martians, you know. They have a skin color that's different from us and, and they're lazy slobs. It's like, ooh, you know, so oh, stamp. I've <laughs> got to go through that customs official and they don't say Haynes until I say they say Haynes and they stamp and then it's like our emotions go oh my god should I tell that person this oh, you know because because that's a big one is like should I tell my client this and it's like who am I to judge well I'm, I'm, I'm a human <laughs> leave her alone um it's a different story um so the point there is uh Oh my God! You know, should we tell our client this? So, so we have bias, ego. We have oh, I remember. I I had something like that happen to me when I was a kid. So then we have memory. So it, our uh, instead of being a clear conduit, saying exactly what was said to us. Yeah. Um, our brain puts all these conditions on it, and and by the time it comes out of our mouth, we're like. Well, it sounds comfortable, or it was supposed to. Sometimes we say it and go, 
wow, it was, it was it sounded better in my head. It was supposed to be more, <laughs> more pleasant this way instead of just going, yeah, she, yeah, he's cheating on you, but you're a shrew and a gold digger, and you're a horrible person, and you've killed your last three husbands. I mean, like, who would ever want to say that to their client, right? Like, Why well, I, I never, <laughs> they've never proven it. What, what, what? Usually, <laughs> okay. uh, while I go to the bathroom and never come back. <laughs> I stumbled onto <laughs> master criminal here. Um, that's the best part. That's, this is the joy of your intuition. The best moments are when you open your mouth and you go, this can't be right, this can't be right, this can't be right. But, but you're going to say it anyway, right? And your client looks at you and goes, like, what? I don't like you anymore. You're not supposed to know that. It's like, oh, no. This stuff actually works. Well, why can't I pick a damn lottery ticket, right? <laughs> so how we trust our intuition comes only from experience because experience allows us to verify, which allows us to trust, or we're just naive. And being naive isn't, isn't so bad except for the fact that we believe anything and then the next thing you know, um, we're you know buying, uh, so we're sending up our life savings to people princes from Nigeria who, you know, are exiled and want to uh, share their vast inheritance with us yes. and, and some other internet scam. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm always... You get them too, do you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ever since 1994. Um, so the whole thing of trust but verify, I don't even know where they came from and I don't know if it has some kind of political stigma to it. And if it does, I, I, I ain't done with that. But just the words, trust but verify, only as it applies to our intuition. Um, it it's a lot easier on your sanity, and it's a lot more fun if you can tell your intuition. Okay, I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm gonna work out. I'm gonna do my pre-spread work. I'm gonna use a good spread. For example, the Celtic cross doesn't have to be the Celtic cross. Get to verify a lot of the stuff. In some words, I'm gonna let nature do the heavy lifting for me. So it's not really so much of an easy answer, like do this, you know, plug in, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, and, and that's it, and, and that's all you need to know so you can trust your intuition. It's kind of a process, because I want you to be able to develop your intuition so that you're going down the road, and I go, man, I want something, boy, I wish there was a place where I could get a cup of coffee, or, oh no, I'm running out of gas, I am nowhere near a gas station, wow, I need to find a gas station, be really nice if my intuition just went bling turn right here and then left three blocks down and there's a gas station and and that actually works that would be like a magic wand <laughs> well i gotta say magic wands exist because <laughs> i i pulled myself out of so many jams just by use of my intuition and again going back to my four planets and capricorn you know, i mr pragmatic this is all you know much of malarkey uh, it is really hard for some of us who are, you know, so grounded to, God, I'm going to steal a phrase from the Christians, let go and let God. What? What does that mean? You know, is it, but, but it's this idea of like, you know, riding your bike with no handlebars, going, I can ride my bike with no handlebars. Like, oh, yeah, I can crash is what I can do. Because that's the first thing you think. It's like, oh my God, I'm going to crash. Yeah. So you got to let go of the handlebars. But, but again, if you're going to let go of the handlebars, training wheels 
well, you could probably still have a training wheels on weight. <laughs> but you got to have a good sense of balance. you got to understand the basic mechanics of the bike. You can't stop pedaling or slow down because the bike will just go, oh, turn flop. Um, so, yes, for something so instinctual and part and parcel of being alive, just like breathing, intuition is like, it's like jumping out of an airplane hoping that you have a parachute yeah oh oh and of course that you know which one of these levers to pull and when you don't want to pull it too quick you get hung up in the airplane you're like oh look looks like i'm gonna be landing with the airplane because i'm being dragged by the uh by the tail fin it's like oh i'm gonna get road rash I mean, um oh i hit a duck i mean i see poor duck <laughs> ducks are getting no love this time around so uh, there's a conglomeration. There's a whole bunch. Of, this is a word again. There's a whole bunch of things that add up to the answer. So the simple version is, yeah, men are from Mars and Venus, and that's it. Um, the other simple version uh, is take the time to develop your skill. I would like to introduce you to a place called EasyTarotLessons.com. Sign up for our free emails several dozen of them come out to you every couple of days and it's just never spam it's like you can get what you get here's a lesson it's in your email you're like oh my god this email's long yeah it's a lesson <laughs> that's what i promised you here's a lesson and it's free and then in there it's going to say hey do you want to do you want to get real about this i'm going to ten dollar course and then if you want to great if not ignore it um all right so do that and if you want to learn this go to easyterrorlessons.com slash members and then sign up you give the first month for a dollar. Also, I have dozens of videos. I really do need to make more videos. These are free videos. I mean, I got I got hours and hours and hours of course videos. But but as far as free, I got like little YouTube videos. You can find those. I've got uh, over 100 episodes of uh, audio lessons. All of these are designed to do one thing. Everything I do here is designed to do one thing, and that's to make your intuition so amazingly powerful that you can't help but trust it and that's that's the simple version is if you do all of this stuff you should because i can't guarantee anything because there are no guarantees in life that's the problem um what are they death and taxes well i don't know maybe not uh, you know if they're vampires then, then, then death doesn't exist um or you know not for everybody and taxes yeah, ask anybody who ask any corporation that that uh, ask Apple. Oh, oh, man, see Scotland and and uh, the tax evasion thing and ouch. Steve yes. Jobs. <laughs> Steve Jobs is going to take my MacBook back because I keep giving me that back from the grave. Yeah. So since there's no guarantees, all I can say is you'll probably do well. But uh, my students are doing pretty damn well. Iris, uh, I've taken you down the rabbit hole and then we went on a carousel and that's all right without at the other end <laughs> okay because we went through the whole amusement park of like what the hell is he talking about but it was fabulous. <laughs> thank you thank you um as long as you walk out and said i had a good time and i and i understand that it's not just blind trust and it's not and here's what the public perceives and it drives me nuts some people are psychic some people are born psychic my grandmother's 
grandmother's grandmother for seven generations back and I was the seventh son of the seventh son of the seventh son of the yeah, seventh daughter. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's, yeah. on and on and on. It's like people will do anything they can to give them a pulpit of authority. Yeah. And you think I'm making this up? Like, oh, no. No, 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 no. It's like uh, to add to the mysticism. Oh. I just want to throw something out there. Just just because you might appreciate this more than your average island dweller. <laughs> Golden Dawn was founded by three people. Two of them, a coroner and a battlefield surgeon. Learned, uh, learned uh, men. I'm sorry, what? Sorry, a coroner and a, what was the other? Oh, a battlefield surgeon. A doctor. Okay, okay a surgeon. So essentially a doctor and a doctor in, in a sense, right? Smart mm -hmm. people. Now mm -hmm. they had they had already been Rosicrucians all the way up to the top. Ooh, and they're like, mm. and and they'd already been thirty three degree Masons. I mean, these guys were top of the thing. They said, let's found our own metaphysical educational center. But we like women, so let's let women in. Because apparently, as I understand, the Masons were like, ah, no. Yeah, yeah, I think it's still that way at the moment. Well, oh, mm. you start letting the broads in. A, a women's section now, but yeah, it's still Oh, yeah, the daughters of the Eastern Star, like nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I hear they make sandwiches or something. <laughs> oh, see, see, now I'm, now I'm pissed them off, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, I won't tell them. Okay, but then, now this is where I'm really going to get my foot in my and I love it. This, like, I'm, 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 all right, this is pretty good. What is this? This is like, what? It tastes good. This sniveling <laughs> little worm tail of the Golden Dawn. The, 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 oh, I wish I could be like you guys. Mm-hmm. Mathers. Yeah. <laughs> invented out of whole cloth. Nine yards of whole cloth. And believe me, I've got one, and it's a blue tartan. And it's heavy, and it's. You ever try to wear a great kilt? It's like. <laughs> no, no, being Scottish, and no. <laughs> I tell you, I'm only partly Scottish. I'm like, this is hard. It's like, shut up, put it on. It's like, okay. <laughs> half, you get through half the day here, you're like, oh my god, I feel like I'm carrying a backpack on my butt. Yeah. No, so anyways, this this jerk uh, Mathers in thence a clan, the MacGregor clan, of which he, of course, is the sole descendant, because being Scottish made him cooler. It made gave him a sense of authority that he could wield over other people. Oh, mm, I yes. mean, I wish you guys could go back and just punch him in the nose, for just, just for, like, insulting just for being a jerk, yeah, and making him think that to be Scottish is cool. No, no, no. Nonsense. Well, just... Uh, the only like... thing cool about the Scottish is the weather. In fact, no, it's not even cool, it's cold. <laughs> Freezing cold. It makes keeping warm at night even better. Um... It he says, you know, I'm like I'm from Southern California. It's always eighty degrees. Except oh well, so you've no worries then. <laughs> yeah, we have two seasons. Um, like five days a year it rains. Oh, literally. We, what? One rain, rain, wind. That's it. Winter, constant. Yay! There's no I drought there. Something about two weeks ago, and that was on Tuesday. <laughs> I do think. 
<laughs> oh, you know, and the thing is, no matter how badly I hear it, how bad I hear it, I, I love the rain so much, and I love Scotland, and or the idea of there, because I haven't been there. Um, I seriously would like to get out there for, and just, I'd like to spend a year there and see if I could survive without going insane. Uh, well, no, uh, it's uh, difficult, and um, the Scottish midges, they would eat you alive. <laughs> really? Yes, they eat everybody alive, they're not fussy. <laughs> Though the only thing... I'm not bad by that, I just, they just, oh, they're monotonous. The only thing that truly scares me, and and this is this is my food xenophobia, is is haggis. Oh wow, it tastes so good. Okay, see now that that inspires me to go shut up, Dusty. Just open your damn mouth and try some. I go, mm, this is actually pretty no, good. Really, it really is nice. Although they do wrap it in like um, this sounds revolting. They they wrap it in sheep's <laughs> um, stomach. You know just. The skin of the sheep's stomach. Yeah, see, there, there's a saying here in America that uh, nobody really wants to know how sausage is made because apparently it's not exactly something you want to. You're like, mmm, sausage is good. It's like if you knew what yeah, it went to sausage. Like, so I think it's mixed in there. <laughs> I think we're a little bit like that. It's like, look, just don't tell me what it is, and I'll go. Oh, it's the best stuff in the world. What is it? It's like, uh. Yeah, exactly. We won't tell you. It's it's uh, fairy food. Oh, well, I like fairy food. I have to do this all the time. It's like, I ah, see haggis. Okay, so that... Just, just I can find a way to get a haggis through to you, and there's another student who wants a haggis as well. If I can find a way to send one so that it will get through customs, and I don't mean a real haggis that runs about a mountain, because that is just fable. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'm a pretty good cook. I will cook it and I will eat it and I will like it. I will keep send you instructions. If I manage to get it through customs to you, I will try and get that sorted. I will look into the, the customs and see if we can send it and I will send you one. I appreciate that. And I'll I'll go yell at, at Steve Jobs for, for insulting the good name of uh, Scotland. And while I'm at it, I'll, I'll probably... You know, I'm not taking offence and neither will my friends because it's fine. We're made of tough stuff. That's what I hear. Um, and I I think one of my... Uh, oh, I'll talk about this on the air. I'm just going to talk about uh, one of my uh, one of my seventh generation uh, Masonic, Scottish Rite Masonic uh, friends. But uh, you can't track him down over there. But uh, see, that's right. the guy I want to say, hey, okay, seventh generation Grandmaster, I need to know. You know come on, wink, wink, I've done this time. Tell me, he'll probably say, uh, shut up, laddie. <laughs> Join or die. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for being here. I appreciate that. Thank you for letting us ramble on. Uh, wanted to give you a little bit of a fluff with everything else, but if you have any questions, looking out at all of you in Radioland, any questions, read the RTFM, read the Black Book, or me at dustyweight.net. Um, or you can schlep out to Scotland and try to find Iris. And, uh, good luck with that because it'll be raining and probably foggy so you won't be able to see her. Iris, thank you so much for sitting in and I hope you come back um, soon because I really enjoy talking to you. Thank you. Me too. It's been a blast. Have a good day. Bye.